Well, uh, you know, I love a Planned Parenthood. I do. I know from firsthand experience. Do you now? I do. What What is your first experience with Planned Parenthood, Amber? <laughs> so, as I've told a lot of people on this mixtape, I'm from Ohio. Mm-hmm. And they do not teach you sex ed. They do not. In Ohio. They don't teach sex ed in Mississippi either. Not in their lick. Not, no. And when, when abstinence only. Abstinence is the practice. And you might get a plus, whatever that means. Even though I knew <laughs> that my sisters and I were born within nobody's marriage, mm-hmm. I was like, that's for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting till I'm married. That is the to story. To have the sex. <laughs> but you couldn't wait, huh? <laughs> Them hormones start a raging. (laughs) What is happening to me down there, y'all? I feel like to this day I want to admit the grind with me. Slow, pretty Ricky influencing your shit. Bruh, I cannot tell you how many times I have made out in a car to a ridiculous sex song. Like, like what was the song that Diamond danced to in Players Club? No, we can't mention that person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was right, literally right. about to sing one of their songs and I had to know. They have made a lot of songs no. for the bumping and the grinding. You know, but when I was a senior, I started really getting into the Isla Brothers and yes. making out to a groove with you at 17. Yeah. <laughs> what the Let fuck? me tell you. We still listen like Ludacris and Lil Bow Wow shit. <laughs> Not in the Honda Accord. You know that age you really don't have good taste in music yet. But see, I was listening to Summer Breeze at three. Yeah. So, oh, that is know. true. I felt like there was that was a piece <laughs> of my life where like if on the fly someone asked me like, what you know about that girl? I'm like, oh, that's just Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> my mother taught me. We got and it was like it was like a a sign that my mom was like not 16 which mean i deserve respect St- <laughs> stupid shit like that Ugh. but anywho that's why my ass was out of fucking playing parents because <laughs> of all the stigma and shame in my life and all these cars you was in. girl girl just living your best life living my best life i because, really you know don't want to talk about my first love but it's like it's a part of my story but one thing about it is we do know for sure that teenagers young people are having sex listen and the majority of them are having sex i don't know about don't the know stats about, yeah i should probably but know i do it. know that teenagers young people deserve to know yes. their sex it. Yes, they do. They because deserve to access their reproductive health care no matter what. Hello. That's why we love a Planned Parenthood. We do love a Planned Parenthood because then you won't have the hella Christian black girl at Planned Parenthood looking for Plan B <laughs> even though they barely <laughs> touch any genitals <laughs> and there was a condom involved. Are you talking about your first time ever? <laughs> <laughs> God, Wait, so, so bad. your first time at the Planned Parenthood Girl, is connected to, <laughs> to my actual first time in paranoia. <laughs> Do y'all understand why I have a hard time talking about this on this mixtape? We Literally all have panic on Planned Parenthood's website. Like what? Looking up the ins and outs of pregnancy. All I'm going to say is thank you, Planned Parenthood, for being there and giving me and my dumbass boyfriend at the time 
condoms and everything we needed to still proceed to barely do nothing. So if you were like Amber and has just a <laughs> wonderful first time experience, not only with your first love, but I'm also all this out. <laughs> We love a Planned Parenthood because we want more people to go to them and learn how to properly have sex like an adult. <laughs> because you sure like get it as a- If you tired of Nick Cannon all up in your reproductive health conversations. If you're tired of folks who don't know what they're talking about constantly creating a alternative facts around your body and your reproductive organs. If you're tired of people giving more advice about what you should be doing with your children when they don't know how to properly place a condom onto their phallus. And if you're tired of a healthcare system that supports, you know, erectile dysfunction before they support the reproductive health choices of you and your friends, family, loved ones, community, etc. <laughs> if you are tired of the protections and rights that Roe v. Wade gave us not being extended to low-income women who need to access government-funded health insurance to access their abortion care. Planned Parenthood invites you to join their I Defy campaign. If you text the word JOY to 22422, you can join and continue that fight. I say. Again, text JOY to 22422 to join the fight and stand with Planned Parenthood. Now let's get into it, Jasmine. I am Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the Gang of the South. And you are listening to the, the Black, Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what it do? fuckery always and it wasn't even the white people who showed they ass the most well yes it was you know i still blame them no matter what i feel like them and black men are in cahoots they they just be at the helm <laughs> i don't care if they didn't start the the company somehow just like black neighborhoods they find a way to infiltrate i don't even know how <laughs> White people are masterful at this point. Gentrification locked. Why not hair care products? <laughs> <laughs> Let's we'll, anyway. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> Starting here. White people have no self-control. Every week, this week, henceforth, and forevermore. So where are we starting this week, Jasmine? Well, now I'm finna hit that 100 days. Goddamn. This weekend, I, I hope this he Saturday. has a review. Where's well, his ninety day? I think somebody did a report card, but you already know he done failed yeah. at everything. He doesn't care. Failed, succeeded. You know, Bannon. You know, is kind of happy about it, but you know, they only getting warmed up, baby. You know, hitting the walls on the Mexican border. You know, can't get the Muslim ban because it's under judicial review. You know. 
the proposing a tax reform plan. So <laughs> let's pause here. This is a point that I don't mind going deeper into. Okay. Because the goddamn tax reform is already a shit show to understand, <laughs> as we all went through last week. Because there's nothing hardly in this tax plan. <laughs> so Jasmine and I, like, this week is so hard because Donald Trump is playing mind games on all of us, and it's hard to stay alert, especially when your fucking favorite black hair care brand messes up the when same you, week. When you got to throw away, like, just some good... Well, I ain't throwing away nothing, but when you just got to change <laughs> your whole regimen, you know, in the coming, like... This is a whole new season uh, finna hit. I don't know what these products gonna do to my head. I'm gonna say what I wanna say around <laughs> that. But even my ass, my ass on some lock shit, like, I don't even use Shea Moisture no more. But it's like, face. it's a lie. But the face? <laughs> oh, and they sell makeup now, Amber. You played yourself and you have all of that. Because you were so excited to see a black brand come up. Anywho, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. We're heartbroken this week. So anyway. This fucking tax plan. Jasmine and I were watching this video of it. And this white man was just in distress in the White House. No, like, how you gonna propose a plan? It's only one page. A tax plan at that. A tax plan. So apparently today was supposed to be the unveiling. Everybody in the press room, you know, just there getting ready, just ready to ask all the questions. <laughs> and apparently they showed up with a one page overview. Now, if anybody My who God. works in nonprofits or whatever, y'all are familiar with the one pager. Everybody must have a one pager <laughs> now, for the work you're doing to change the world in the next 20 years. Now, the thing about a one pager is... <laughs> It's literally supposed to be a one-page summary of a document of mass. Yes. Like a longer strategy. More soon come. <laughs> but it said at the bottom of it, to be continued. By Congress, not us, actually. <laughs> They're like, the worst, the rest of this will be figured Details. out. Details. But this is what we know right now. <laughs> that the corporate tax rate is going to drop from 35 to 15%. So that means corporations are going to be taxed at a lower rate. Shea Moisture is going to go from <laughs> 35 to 15%. It ain't going to help them none. It ain't going to make no money. They ain't going to make not a dime. <laughs> anyway, and shrink the current seven income tax rates to three. So we're going from seven brackets that we were already unclear about <laughs> to three. To three. So we're getting a small, medium, a large. A large. Option. Small, medium, rich. <laughs> small medium wealthy but what we do know is that while there are benefits to corporations and maybe like some you know some deductions i think they're trying to double for married couples the the deduction taxing it uh not taxing the first twenty four thousand dollars of a married couple's income or something like that we know that this is gonna have terrible impacts on the deficit the deficit is gonna be huge with this huge one page tax plan that doesn't have any income levels on it (laughs) it's a mess it has no details even mario kart got more uh (laughs) levels than than this like come on we know what to do with link we don't know what to do with this tax cut plan (laughs) expert beginner intermediate at financial (laughs) come up so you know there's also a budget we've been talking about it on black joy mixtape the budget that doesn't include you know the epa you know the 
the electricity assistance program, any program that will help or keep people safe, healthy, you know, is cut from it. Cut. But the sticking point that's just not going to let it go through is they tried to put this wall in this <laughs> plan budget. So we hope the Democrats will stay focused and um, really hold their ground because it looks like the the budget won't go through if everyone is like, no, this wall isn't a thing. Well, not only so they're going to have to do some negotiations. So the White House decided to, you know, we're going to take it out and we're just going to keep working on this and to avoid the government shutdown that's supposed to, I think, happen toward the end of the week. They're going to create something so that the government can keep going as they work through negotiations around this trash budget. So the White House comes out and basically goes, you know, we just going to refocus our energy right now. We still plan on building this wall, though. We not, you know, backing away from the plan. They never admit failure. (laughs) Like, they never... They're like, we'll be back next week. It's like pinky in the brain, really. Mexico and already told them. Hell no. Use a goddamn lie if I you say hell no. No, we ain't paying for that. Y'all already destroyed <laughs> our economy. Paying for that fucking wall. <laughs> for what? what? <laughs> That's our land anyway. Texas belongs to us. <laughs> like, what are you talking about what right now? What are you now? talking about? <laughs> this is ours. California is ours too, <laughs> but... You know. Parts of Arizona as well. <laughs> Assholes. No, I'm not paying for no wall, too. Mm-mm. No. I don't want that. <laughs> it's not even the one that I want. It's not even the color that I want it in. So, this 100 days, Black Joy Mixtape has been there letting y'all know the disaster and the danger that is this White House. While things are being refocused and energies are being realigned, you know, you just can't put nothing past. Uh, the authoritative nature, the fascist nature of this administration, still trying to deconstruct the administrative state and all this other stuff that we've been detailing, trying to um, also limit the reproductive rights. Right. um, But there's signs of life in the Democratic Party, signs of fight back. Maybe. I mean, if Bernie Sanders doesn't just hand whatever over just to make sure that the party continues. Even though everyone (laughs) wrote to Bernie Sanders telling him, we know you might think the answer is to focus on more middle class white America, but it's actually not the answer. This includes not going against your liberal. What what is he? Revolutionary. Values. What revolution is there if women cannot access abortion care? I mean, he claims he's a socialist. And last I checked, socialists were totally for the rights of people. Bernie Sanders is simply a white man at this point. So Bernie Sanders, along with the Democratic National Committee DNC chair, Tom Perez, took some heat last week for making a stop on the DNC's unity tour. Unity! To support this mayoral candidate in Omaha, Nebraska, who basically (laughs) has sponsored or voted for like a huge list of anti-abortion bills during his time in the state's legislature. And Bernie was like, but y'all should vote for him. But vote for this person. So Tom Perez was like, wait, my bad, (laughs) y'all. It's like a ludicrous and Tyrese interview. <laughs> so Tom Perez, after receiving all this heat, because everybody was like, wait a minute, what's going on? Like, that don't that don't sound right. That don't sound like we could get behind that. 
And Tom Perez was like, quote, every Democrat, like every American should support a woman's right to make her own choices about her body and her health. He said in a Friday statement, according to Huffington Post, that is not negotiable. It should not change city by city or state by state. My God. Um, and he just proceeds to talk about why they should do it and how they got plans to talk to progressive women in the coming weeks about how the Democratic Party can properly support the values of being pro-choice. And while it's all fine and good, we just also know that the Democratic Party can do way more than just be pro-choice. Yeah, this is a good thing. This is an example of a good stance that a lot of people have because even in this <clears throat> Democrats still don't know how to say abortion in any of their responses. It's true. So for him, if you look at any release ever made from the um, Obama White House, he never has said the word. He never says the word abortion. They talk about abortion in this grand scope of like women deserve to make the choices they need. So I think it's good that the Democratic Party is making this very clear, mm-hmm. but they know they can make it clear and state exactly what it is people are pushing back against which is that if donald trump is in the white house literally promising to wipe away our rights especially when it comes to access to abortion we at the very least need the democratic party to take a stand with us and not push this at the local level and as well you know i have to remind folks while i i agree with you wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. amber i know for sure that hillary clinton decided to have Tim Kaine as a mm-hmm. running mate who had no intentions of ending hot, despite yeah. that was her campaign promise. Her biggest campaign so her process. Vice President Pick is literally saying something totally opposite than what she decided to hold as her core value. So I think it is totally important that the Democrats decide to be on one page because the other party has definitely decided to become on one page no matter what. Even if it's a one pager for the tax plan even you know so (laughs) (laughs) just keep that in mind and as well as remember that we deserve way more than than just choice right because especially as we move into an era where we are we have literally just described a budget that will not fund programs that help families right so at any time of a child's life like Yes. No good schools, no no guaranteed non-poisoned water, like healthcare. Healthcare, uh the list goes on. Air quality. Air quality. <laughs> Just <laughs> jobs. <laughs> you name it. You, <laughs> you name it. Yeah. This- we need a party that has way more radical policies or radical values for these families. And if the Democrats cannot wake up to that call of resistance, I don't know Mm -hmm. where we will be in the next few years in terms of electing a new new president. Right. That's why I just point whatever Maxine Waters needs me to sign on to gladly. You know, ain't nobody working full time on an investigation. (laughs) Nobody but her. Just her. And now... That's why she keeps demanding this independent investigation on Russia, mm-hmm. Russia's ties with this administration. Well, Jasmine, we're just going to keep explaining it to folks and telling you what you can do if you can do something. Um, last week was the scientist march. Great. But mm-hmm. I'm not marching with them motherfuckers, especially if any of them worked at Johns Hopkins. 
which should be burned to the ground. (laughs) Well, they need to pay what they owe. I feel like there's no amount of money. Yeah. But still try. You know, sell them damn uh, chairs in the lobby. Just liquidate all that motherfucker. I feel like the Lax family, like, that should be their new place of residence. I mean, the whole entire Johns Hopkins campus. I want to make sure people have access to a hospital, but I need a hospital that ain't riddled with so much blood. Girl, did you watch the... I haven't. So... Y'all should really check out the Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks on HBO. But I won't give this all away, of course, but there's also a book and this is history. <laughs> so the only thing I will say about it since you haven't seen it yet, first off, Oprah kills it. Great. Duh. The thing that blew my fucking mind was that this family was talking about how there were rumors in Baltimore that black kids just get stolen off the street to be tested on at Johns Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Before Henrietta Lacks ever came around. Yeah, that sounds about right. I Doesn't mean, it? this is the same country in Alabama that did what? What they do in Alabama? Tuskegee? Yes. <laughs> the, they black gave these people. black men syphilis mm-hmm. and without treating them, well, just to course, watch it progress in their body and kill them. Right, but if you give black men syphilis who are ha- still having sex with people, you're right. giving a community syphilis. So right. while we talk about these men limitly, like we have to believe that a, a community was riddled with this yeah. STI. And no kind of fucking help for it. Until everybody was dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Reparations is still the key. And I think... These kind of movies just remind us that we have to demand reparations, not just for chattel slavery, but there are ongoing institutions or institutions that exist in modernity that were created because they experimented on our bodies. So check it out, y'all. It's so important that we I think between that and hidden figures, I'm just like. What did white people actually create? Like, I feel like y'all have innovated nothing but stealing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, y'all were the original cops and robbers. (laughs) I mean, the name of the the segment is white people have no self-control. Ashe. And next up. So uh, along with, you know, experiments that happen on on black bodies uh, during and after slavery, mass incarceration also happens post-emancipation to create profits, drive profits for a lot of private companies. Y'all have seen 13th on Netflix, the documentary by Ava DuVernay. Um, But there are some really good folks who are doing some work to really uh, talk about that as well as bail Black Mamas out. Can you tell us about it, Amber? A coalition of folks are getting together to do a National Mamas Bailout Day. And basically what it is, is National Mama Bailout Day will give incarcerated mothers an opportunity to spend Mother's Day with their families like they deserve. Mm-hmm. I read a stat today that was like 88% of, um, of women who are locked up are mothers. Mm. And they're being held for very minor charges and misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited that a campaign like this is coming to fruition. Um, and it's just basically raising money to bail out mothers from prison. And they're going to bail out all kinds of mothers, queer, trans, young, elder, elderly, immigrant mothers, um, to make sure that they can spend time with their family. This is such an important issue because what we know is if you can't make bail, you will continue to sit in jail until you go to trial, right? Yeah. And what makes it even more messed up, if you can't afford to post bail, well, even if you can, 
this process is really messed up because if it turns you go to trial and it's found out that you're innocent, you're not getting your bail money back. Absolutely not. That money is just gone. So a lot of folks, they sit in jail while their case moves forward. They'll they plead guilty or pay a bail bonds company, a non-refundable fee to get out. And all this is even if they're innocent, you know, which that is really messed up. So, yeah, we just wanted to tell you all a little bit about that campaign. It's been moving me across, um, moving across my social media platforms. And I just think it's such a brilliant ask Mm -hmm. to actually raise money to do a really tangible thing for mothers that isn't just like saying I love you or sending cards to mothers in jail. But how can we actually get some of them out? Mm -hmm. So if you all want to know more, first off, you can go to no more money bail dot org no more money bill dot org that's n-o-m-o-r-e-m-o-n-e-y-b-a-i-l dot org to learn more about that because i think it's going to be i hope that they like document it and show us what these kind what it looks like to put these mothers back into their communities too Mm -hmm. because that's what i need to see on mother's day right Mm-hmm. And really tangible and just so great. All right, so moving right along into Black Women of Gods. Thank you, Black folks who are dedicated to all Black mamas on Mama's oh, Day that's coming up Such in May. Eh, eh, eh. And it's my hey. mom's birthday in May. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Well, as you all know, the anniversary of Lemonade has been this week. Ashe and amen. I made my fresh squeeze on Sunday. I don't know about the rest of you hoes. But I have me some lemonade in honor and glory. I have not had any lemonade. Oh, right no. now, I'm dealing with a bunch of lemons right now. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to squeeze these mugs Come this on. Week. Come yeah. on. But Put you know, your good foot on it. I just feel like a juicer is coming. Yes. And if you look at your neighbor, say neighbor. <laughs> Neighbor, I, I got some sugar for you. <laughs> I like to put honey and ginger in mine. It's really delicious. <laughs> that sounds refreshing, and then that sounds like a summer somewhere. Yes, it does. Right? I definitely recommend making your own, like lemonade or whatever. Like make it yourself sometimes. Make it, yeah, because then it's just like. It's just a juice. I made my juice and I made my dinner. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can't do. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm the magician. I am the... But Beyonce's out here trying to give us, you know, anniversary realness. Yeah, I thought she was just going to give us like an altern- uh, alternate ending or something. But <laughs> she was like, I'm just going to step it up just a little bit on so, y'all. You know, I, I dedicated, you know, I gave a bunch of money to Black Lives Matter for the Formation Tour. Yeah. So it's only right that I start a scholarship fund. For the Formation Women. Yes. Yeah. The Formation Scholarship for Women. I love it, Beyonce. This scholarship is for the one-year anniversary of Lemonade. These scholarships, there'll be four. This is very selective. Yeah. You know, to (laughs) women who are pursuing creative arts, music, literature, or African-American studies at four schools. Four scholarships for four four schools. schools. (laughs) Um, So so the schools chosen for these four scholarships with these four potential students (laughs) will be... The Berkeley College of Music with campuses in Boston and Valencia, Spain. Wow. Howard University in Washington, D.C. D.C. stand up. Parsons School. (laughs) Parsons School of Design in New York City. 
and Atlanta Spelman College. Thank oh. you, Beyonce. <laughs> Looking forward to you expanding this. Bennett would like to be included. I'm sure every school. Would Everybody like to be. wants to be included. Put all the HBCUs on there. Put a high school on there. You know, just keep this going. Build a school. Goddamn, that would be great. Oh, that would be so great. Mm. But you know, Oprah, she could get the floor pans from Oprah. We. No, instead of doing it in South Africa, you know, build a school in Texas. They're going to need Houston that school. <laughs> They're definitely going to need that school if there's going to be a wall in the same in their fucking state. state. They deserve it. They deserve. So this is what I've been waiting for personally. Because I got a lot of fucking thoughts. You know, of course, everybody got thoughts on it this week. I'm everybody sure. got something to say this week and everyone deserves to speak their piece. <laughs> About Shea Moisture. Man. Y'all seen that. Y'all have seen. The reason why I get really upset thinking about it is because when I really sit and think about that commercial, it's very hurtful. Uh-huh. Because this week, Shea Moisture released some new ads. Uh-huh. You know, they got the Pepsi treatment, I guess. <laughs> They you learned know, nothing. They, they saw the Pepsi commercial and saw the backlash. I'm like, no, nah, that ain't us. That's not us. We did something different. Meanwhile, it's like, <laughs> this is the equivalent to bring it on when both of the groups did the same trash ass performance. <laughs> Pepsi and Shea Mo- Pepsi called Shea Morrison was like, hey, dog, y'all got a plan around this? <laughs> y'all need some help? Oh, y'all got hit by them too, huh? United called on three-way. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, I heard y'all messing up commercials. Uber <laughs> That's conven- great. Uh, Uber we can't keep giving. We can't keep giving out these two thousand dollar vouchers. Vouchers. This is running us a lot of money. This is running us a lot. I feel like Shea Moisture should pop up in the middle of Columbia Heights and start handing out curly custard <laughs> smoothies. They're gonna have to do it all over the country. They're gonna have to be in Columbia Heights. They're gonna have to be in the South Side of Chicago. All of it. Oakland. Yep. Come down to Memphis. Yep. Come to Jackson. Just go to the blackest cities, New Orleans. All <laughs> Atlanta. Those this week, Shea Moisture released some new ads that featured or equated a struggle of black women with natural curly hair, with that of Becky and them with red hair. Or and called it hair hate. Hair hate. Now, Shay. Shay? Shay Moisture it. Girl. You know... <sighs> the side of the bottle says this product was made from <laughs> made by our great-grandmother Sophie from Sierra Leone. You know good and well, Sophie from Sierra Leone Mm-mm. had hair more like mine and yours, Amber, mm-hmm. than these folks featured with these 3C, 3A, 2C Girl. curl patterns. It's Talking just, about they struggles, they so-called struggles with their hair. Stop it. And I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who has decided to get locks that are now, I can be legally discriminated against for them. Like, my biggest issue with Shea Moisture. Because of that court, that court judge. The federal, a federal court judge decided that it is A-OK, it's not racist, mm-hmm. to not hire someone for having dreaded hair. Which we already know that you can be, um, because of your hair, you can't work for a lot of airlines already. Like, right. that was already okay. And we already know TSA loves running their dirty gloves through people's hair when they go through security. Happens all the time. Yeah. So, to me, so I went natural. After, I had a relaxer since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. Because my mom was like, oh, 
you're going to kindergarten. Yeah, no, that's not this. This isn't going to work. Like, and I think the reason why black women make up such a large portion of the hair care community is because so much of our self-worth is is based on how we look because we're perceived to be dirty and disgusting. Yeah. 80% of the consumers of Shea Moisture are black women. Right. So So, that's why you have like douches being advertised to black women. I know a black woman who told someone, um, told a group of young foster care girls to put bleach in their bath water. Caps of bleach. So my real hurt around this and why I understood why people were like, okay, this sorry means one one thing, but we're going to, it's not enough is because for many of us, when people started to go natural and it felt okay to go natural, you had to start with just going to YouTube to get any knowledge on even how to care for your hair. And then when people really started to make products like Shea Moisture, we're literally dipping our fingers into this brand to braid our hair that we're learning how to love for the first time. Yeah. That is our relationship with Shea Moisture. That's why it was so significant when y'all got got the budget for the ads and you decided to put these white women next to our hair story. Because, you know, despite what the data say, 80% are your consumers. Right. You still manage to... Because white people have to always be represented, right? Even though not only is Sophie from Sierra Leone, this product also started to be sold on 125th in Harlem, right? Mm-hmm. So we know... <laughs> that these folks who are featured in this commercial have not had a long, strong day one relationship with this brand. Yeah, we pretty much made Shea Moisture. Like, but, fact them, like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And not to mention, though, Shea Moisture has already been iffy, though, for a while anyway, because, you know, uh, a company that Mitt Romney has interest in is over their distribution. So we knew it was only a matter of time that these folks would start infiltrating the brand and start infiltrating the business model, et cetera. Thank God for black Twitter, you know, but I don't understand why infiltrating the business model isn't just here are the tactics and tools to sell more of this product. But to your base. To black hair. The full range of black hair. The black hair care industry is huge. If anybody has seen good hair, the black hair care industry can continue to thrive without mentioning or noticing a single white person. Mm -hmm. Because like Amber said, there's this long history around the dirtiness and ugliness around our bodies. Right. So we're willing to do whatever it takes. We are doing a lot. So that means Shea Moisture could have came out with another edge control. Girl. Probably came up with some lock maintenance, a lock Give me a spray or something. But what I... They could have done bundles next. They could have... Hair weed cleaner. (laughs) There could have been... You know, but what I also know is these folks that were featured in the commercial, they can't even use the majority of the the products. They just started this low porosity, high porosity, whatever. Are they really going to buy them castor oil conditioners? I... Black people make everything cool. So <laughs> the same way kale can be put on when they fi- when they found out turmeric doesn't even taste good. Like when they found out the properties and healing powers of turmeric, white people also took that over. Yeah. So they'll take anything that's well marketed towards them that they think will not make them look like Joan Rivers. 
Mm. At 18. Black farmers in Mississippi told me that kale was the food that they served the hogs right. to feed their pigs. White people are sheep. <laughs> <laughs> but but they was at Whole Foods, like, give me all that kale, still there. They could have they started making <laughs> men's products. Like, there's still there was still so much you could have done for black people. Like you were not finished. You weren't done. You weren't done. <laughs> There's been many of but things marketed to right. There's been many of things marketed to black people and black women that we still buy, even though you all refuse to show it to us. Mm-hmm. I'm still going into H and M hoping that their plus size line is still there, even though no one has told me about it. Mm-hmm. So if I have to write myself in the narratives literally all the time. What's wrong with you all having to do a little bit of imagination to say what products of Shea Moisture you can and cannot use? I mean, white supremacy. White do a su- fucking YouTube haul like we have to fucking do with all these white products. White supremacy demands that they are represented, even though it makes no sense for their bottom line. No. This makes absolutely no sense. But I mean, because Pepsi can afford to make a mistake because I know some white person in Georgia is still going to get them a cold pepsi like somebody's <laughs> still gonna buy it. if we decide that we no longer buy a particular hair care brand you're done you're done for we're talking 80 percent potentially mm-hmm. and even if 20 percent of us are like yeah thanks shea moisture i saw the apology which they did try to do but they still won't say our names they will not say black Thank you, black women. Thank you, black people for supporting us throughout this time. They're still on this. Women of color, we're learning a lot. Look at our old commercials. Look at what we've been trying to figure this out. Fire Becky and Branding. (laughs) You know, all these white people are sitting in these powerful positions around their branding. And that's what I was going to say. Thank God for black Twitter for looking up these (laughs) folks LinkedIn. You know. To let us know what type of conversations are being had and how these brands I'm making Pepsi commercials in a black hair care brand. Dark and Lovely ain't changed they name. We ain't never seen. I bet I could go into any retail and still find a Just For Me hair box relaxer. With a black girl. With a little black girl and laid edges on the front. And most likely all those companies are owned and distributed by white people, right? But at least they smart enough to understand. I mean, even uh, the Pantene we was talking about this the other day. (laughs) How you let Pantene Pro V? That was one of my first natural hair products <laughs> for women of color. What yeah. was the, what did I say think on it the was bottom? literally called like Pantene Gold or Black. <laughs> like it came in that copper bottle. Yes, we can't be ever looking like a black woman. Yeah, we're getting their brand wrong, so it's fine. That's great. Pay us. <laughs> when I really started to think about, it, I'm like, are we being, are we over exaggerating this? But I'm like, no. Because I bet Cantu doesn't know that it's best for twist outs on TWAs. Look, I just... I had to figure that out by myself. There's an opening in the market. If you listen to Black Joy Mixtape and you know you you whipping up some shea butter right now, you got a label, yes. you got an email address. You need to be hitting us up about how we can get some marketing for you because I know yo, you know, we sit here with natural hair. I have know. locks, so I don't like a lot of things in my hair. You know, lights, I, light things. I got an afro, so I'm with it. 
<laughs> she said, oil me down, baby. Just, you know, whatever you got, it's dry right now. I, I, I have issues with dryness. I need something that keeps me moisturized. Amen. You know, because we saw other brands making sure to let y'all know, hey, we out here, support us. We know what our branding strategy is, and we ain't changing the formula no time soon. None. So, uh, yeah, hit up the Black Joy mixtape at gmail.com if that, you want to advertise with us. But yeah, Shea Moisture, um, we're available to help you do like a funny smooth over, smooth it over video. Look, you just need to go through YouTube and just start writing checks yeah. for all the vloggers. All of them. Start recruiting people to vlog that ain't vlogged before. Just have a... Call a meeting. <laughs> I want to see Curly Nikki. I want to see... Natural 85. I, yes, absolutely. I want to see Evelyn of the Internet's a newbie, but she can come. Mm-hmm. Who else did I used to watch? Um, somebody named Kim. <laughs> you know, just black women galore. Invite Yandy. Yandy love, you know, showing us pictures between weeks. <laughs> when I think Yandy, I think of a bad closure, so... <laughs> How about no? I don't. If I did, Shea Moisture's <laughs> products smell so good. They smell so good. I don't want to go through because they ain't sent me not a single chick. But just know, I was devastated because my skin is a glow. A glow. And uh, I smell good. That was my favorite thing in college when people would come up to me and be like, you literally smell like a fruit smoothie. Thank you. Thank you, Shea Moisture. Why'd you have to do this to us? Uh, they did nothing to me. I've moved on. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm only putting coconut oil and water and rose water in my hair. At this or point like, anyway. you know, I'm saying I'm done, but I ain't got to talk about it ever again. Amen. <laughs> so fire the branding team is our overall point. Jasmine, what a week. What a week. So we should tell folks that next week Jasmine is visiting home. Yeah. We'll be in Mississippi. So we're actually going to give y'all an extra special bonus episode. Yes, I will be in Mississippi. I will see my folks. I would like to say really quickly, Mm -hmm. the Jackson primary is happening next week of the mayoral race. Um, We've talked about uh, mayoral candidate Chokwe Lumumba on the show. And that's going down. Yes. And early voting, I know this comes out on Friday, but early voting or absentee ballot is due on Friday. Turn them in. At 5 o'clock p.m. Central. So Turn y'all them in. Make sure y'all get out there. Uh, the primary is really important, y'all. So y'all make sure that y'all get out and vote. Make sure you turn in your absentee ballots if you cannot make it to the polls on May 2nd. And yeah, it should be fun. Turn out Mississippi. Hey. I love an election. I love voting. I think it's so fun. It's really absurd. But so Jasmine will be gone. Um, but we're gonna give y'all an extra special bonus episode featuring our godly ass friend. Misha Lay. Misha Lady. Finally. She's always a good time. Yeah, yes. we finally need to have her on. And we do have her on. Yeah. We just have to wait to give her her due. Yep. I love her so much. So and the, she another one who could be a Shea Moisture goddamn ad. Easily. Easy. Call us. Call us. So disappointing. But y'all, guess what? Again, we're so excited for May because we will be in the New York City. The Black Joy Mixtape is teaming up with Refinery. 
We told y'all about it last week. Hey. We're so glad to see some of these um, reviews coming in. So, we will be in New York City with Refinery. We told you all about this last week. Um, the Black Joy Mixtape will be in at the Refinery office for hashtag R29SmartSips. It's actually going to be a happy hour. So excited. It's going to be at great. At 5 o'clock p.m. At 5 o'clock p.m. on May 15th. 5.15. Ashe. Um, so if you were having a contest to give away 10 free tickets to join us. It's an exclusive event with all of Refinery's journalists and staff. Pretty much. And we have basically told them, hey, we we can't come unless we can bring 10 of our folks with us. The homies. The homies, the Black Joy Jubilee, got to be there. They got to. To witness this moment. I say. And here, like, some exclusive content around, like, a theory around this thing, how it got started. Around the Black Joy mixtape. Why we do what we do. How do we come up with a lot of the content. You know, whatever. Might even have some personal stories. I don't even know what we're going to be asked at this thing. It's going to be great. It's going to be so fun. So, y'all, please keep giving us these five stars on iTunes. So, here are the contest (laughs) rules. Number one, you must already be in New York City on May 15th. That's on you. Mm-hmm. If you're there, great. If you want to do a road trip, by all means. But please, as long as you're there, you take care of that detail. All right. And we love you. Ashe, we do not take any responsibility. Number two, <laughs> leave a review on the Black Joy mixtape on iTunes. Leave us a, a review. Take a screenshot. Take a screenshot is number three. And then post the screenshot of your uh, of your review and use the hashtag R29 SmartSips as well as tag at BlackJoyMixtape. You can do that on Instagram and Twitter. I think we also included Facebook on the flyer. Yes. So you have until Wednesday, May 10th at 7 p.m. to enter. I'll show So where can they find you online, Jasmine? Y'all can find me at Jazz on Your Mind across social media platforms. Woo woo! And I am just Amber J. Phillips on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me on Facebook, Amber J. Phillips, there as well. Also, remember to use the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. We definitely love y'all in our mentions, and it will be totally great if you all make sure to comment. Give us your reactions to the show. All throughout the week. All throughout the week. You don't have to just wait for Black Joy Fridays or wait for the release. Whenever you get to Black Joy Mixtape during a week, we really appreciate hearing from you. Right on. And remember, send us your shout outs at theblackjoymixtape at gmail.com. And if you love our work, love these episodes, love what we're giving to you, feel free to PayPal a real one. Yes. You can PayPal us at paypal.me backslash blackjoy to keep us independent and rocking the mic. Hey. It's all a good time. Uh, anything else, Jasmine? I think that's it on my end. Elections. Trump. Black women are still godly. My God. Yay. Serena's having a baby. That was one thing. She didn't mean to mention um posted which i thought was so cute she did her no i did not know that she was keeping the the pictures for herself and then (laughs) she was like tracking her progress and then she accidentally posted on her my story (gasps) oh no she wanted to wait till ted to ted which is where she had this conversation with gail king (laughs) 
so cute. I love her. I can't wait for this baby Man, to get here. This them buttons will get you messed up because I know I am messed I up have... being fast Woo! on the snaps. Woo! And have messed around and pressed that plus sign when I meant to hit that arrow, Jesus. Ooh. And uh, whew, I'm just glad I wasn't famous. Let me tell you. <laughs> That shit that Facebook started to do where you can see your camera roll when you log on. <laughs> I did almost had a couple heart attacks over that one. I'm like, oh my God. <gasps> Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I thought I had a whole album of some bullshit on here. I mean, I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all steal my news. I already got some talking points around it. Amen. Just don't feel inspired, though. Uh, <laughs> you all should develop talking points because we're human beings. Yeah. Anyway, we love y'all. Hit us up. Talk to us on online. We love to hear from you. Sure do. Can't wait to see you in New York. I would like to give a shout out real quick. Yes. Um, so one of our listeners, Black Girl Magic, yeah. successfully defended her thesis. Hey! To, was it yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Um, so she is Black Girl Magic, B-L-K-G-R-L-M-A-G-I-C-K. She is so sickening. She's the one that had on the jeans and the heels and the painted black feminine shirt. Yes, ma'am. She just, gave us looks, honey. Just giving us looks. She on here with her boo, just giving us... Okay. Bagel. Bay sorority fraternity <laughs> goals. And it just... Ooh. Holding her afro. Yeah. That probably smelled like smoothie curly crustard. Just her and her cat. Yeah. Flower crown game proper. Proper. And you know? brows on fleek. And just skin. Just Melanin. just glowing. I know I did that out of order, but I couldn't let the show in without giving her a Congratulations. Major shout out. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz the King of the South. And you just listened to the Black Joy mixtape. Ah.